Hey there, film clubbers. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Tumblr at Fangirl Film Club. And for exclusive content, early access to episodes, and all kinds of other goodies, you can support us on Patreon. Recorded live in front of a feline audience. Coming to you from coast to coast, it's the Fangirl Film Club. The Fangirl Film Club is a podcast created by adults and featuring adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Fangirl Film Club, a movie podcast where we go deep down the resume of all your fangirl faves. And let me tell you, we've seen some shit. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Howdy, Hollywood. I'm one of your your hosts, Emily J. And I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Coast to Coast. Missing in action, Mia. Not missing. Not in action. Sitting in my bedroom. Just, Just Mia. Um, Miami, we, lots of abbreviations. So many. Um, I'm excited because we took a month. You won't know this because we haven't released any of these yet, but <laughs> we took a month off of recording and now we're back and I'm very excited um, because we have uh, 12 episodes have, into our secret project. Super our secret. secret. <laughs> it was not supposed to take this long. Life is getting in the way. It's fine. Whatever. This will be it's like a fun little time capsule to go back and listen to these and be like, oh, that's where the world was when we started doing. This. We were so timely in the time we were. We were. Thankfully, we didn't try to match up our films with any current events because it would just be no. pointless. Um. All right. Well, we did have a great. A great example. It sure was a movie. I don't know if it was. <laughs> Anything else we can say about it other than it sure as shit was a movie that we watched this week. They put and together a my movie. Choice. They, this they got sure produced. Did. This happened. Yeah, it was my choice. Uh, so I get to apologize this week. I'm sorry. I made us watch The Losers. Um, written uh, written by Peter Berg and James Vanderbilt. Directed by Sylvain White. Came out in 2010. Clearly, yes. when we were still figuring out what comic book movies were about. And <laughs> uh, now I'm going to say now people say it stars Chris Evans, but I no. originally a little bit of trivia. It, it doesn't. <laughs> but people say that now. Uh, but when it came out, right. it starred Idris Elba and Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan is the reason I watched this garbage in the first place. So it was like a little go back. I mean, that's like, a reasonable. Oh, fuck, Chris, yeah. Evans, Chris Evans is in this movie. Oh, I guess I'll watch it again. And then I was like, oh, I see why I missed him the first time. <laughs> you know, if this, as always, if this had been just a love story between Idris Elba and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, it would have made 10,000 times more sense. They had such complicated chemistry. They did. But you know what? We're, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, first, we need to we need to break this this film to our to our executive board. We need to pitch it. So I have the die the elevator pitch. This you week? have the pitch. Yep. I hope so. Because I prepared one. <laughs> I would have been like, oh, fuck. <laughs> now I have to figure out what the fuck happened in this movie. <laughs> Great. Great. Shit. <laughs> All right. So let's get in our elevator and let's talk about <clears throat> America's hottest new beep, club beep, 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 beep. this week. Beep, 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 I'm hitting buttons. Is called <laughs> The Losers. 
And this club has everything. It has guns and knives and explosions and knives and guns and slow-mo fight scenes and the baddest (laughs) bad guy and guns and explosions and Zoe Saldana in the tightest pants ever and... Oh, my God. Guns. You know, I'm really surprised that I don't think Michael Bay had anything to do with this. But if I I were Michael Bay, I'd be kicking myself not to be part of this. (laughs) I actually looked for some sort of producing credit for Michael Bay. And there was none. (laughs) So shocking. Because this movie was 90% explosions. Yeah. Michael Bay really... This was his competition, and I'm sad to say I think he blew them out of the water. We don't say that very often, and we never say that on this podcast, but (laughs) Michael Bay might have done it better. (laughs) (laughs) So now I've been warned already um, that that this this upcoming recap that that Mia's going to hit us with here maybe slightly you'll be able to pinpoint the exact moment where i stopped giving a shit about this movie you stopped paying attention (laughs) it's just like i'm perfect i guess i'm paying attention okay that's what's happening on the screen now (laughs) cool great (laughs) something else would blow up you'd tune back in be like oh what all right well um we don't time anymore it's taken 12 12 episodes you're not gonna yeah <laughs> I'm not gonna time this. We're, I will. We're free balling. I now. will speed run. Um, still though. <clears throat> okay, yeah. As fast as you can, bake me a cake as fast as you can, and tell me whenever you're ready. What the hell happened in this movie? Go. A bunch of hot military men who definitely smell like ass from the beginning of the movie are tasked with stopping a drug operation in Bolivia, but the government wants them to kill kids, so obviously they choose to be the good guys and not kill kids. This is for naught because the kids they rescue get blown up anyway, with the U.S. government believing that they killed the hot military men in a helicopter explosion. The guys, named Clay, Roke, Cougar, Pooch, and Jensen, set up in Bolivia where Clay, a.k.a. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, catches Zoe Zaldana's eye at a cockfight. She fights Clay in his hotel room, starting a fire that will probably bankrupt the hotel owners, and the the fight choreographer here really wanted to show us her ass. Zoe, a.k.a. Aisha, is a talented operative who will help the dudes find the guy who ordered them killed, named Max, who is a cheeseball terrorist selling green weapons to whoever his capitalist ass can sell them to. Something something cat and mouse with Max and the losers hard drive for some reason later Aisha and Clay fuck and good God the chest hair on Jeffrey Dean Morgan as they get closer to finding Max (laughs) the guys realize that Aisha is the daughter of some other bullshit bad guy and she seems to double cross them which Roke knew she would do because he's super gay for Clay except surprise Roke double crossed Clay because he's fucking smitten so Clay vows to kill him and then when everyone has been captured Aisha fires a fucking rocket at the bad guys to free the losers I guess they prevent Max from using a snook and Pooch gets to be with his wife and newborn son I mean you're not you're not wrong about any of that and the way you (laughs) described it and I think that took like a minute and a half so you're fine um, the way you described it makes about as much sense as the film's plot itself. Uh, I think they stole some money also in the meantime. I believe they blew up a jet full of a billion dollars in cash. Probably. 
So like like that's not going to take yet- like like we're not going to be paying for that at the pump. I'm just saying it was property right. of the United States government. So they're going to be like, well, no, you know, we have to raise prices on everything. The movie? Is that the beginning of the movie or is that the end of the movie? End. No, the end. Okay, yes. Now I don't I know why they part. needed, why they had the plane full of a billion dollars, but it was like something to do with like the, <laughs> the Death Star that the, I don't know. the guy, the bad yeah. guy built. Okay. Before we get into anything. And I'm sorry, but every time they say Snook, anytime they say Snook, I think of South Park, the episode where Hillary Clinton has a Snook up her sniz. And I can't take it seriously. And I know that episode had come out before this movie. So I hate it. I'm sure it it had. I hate it. it had. Um, (laughs) Fine. We all hated it. And I hated the the villain, Max, was so Uh stupidly evil. (laughs) Like, examples of how dumb and evil he was. Like, his, his assistant stumbled on the beach and he experienced a moment of the sun hitting his face because she was holding his umbrella so he just murdered her point blank shot her in the face and then i was like well dumb shit now who's gonna hold your umbrella nobody right now you're gonna have to hold your own umbrella dickhead you're gonna have to hold your own umbrella because what's his face your little bitch that you're ordering around he you're giving him stuff to do he can't Okay, but what? that I was the most excited about seeing. I don't know how to say his name. I should have. I thought. I thought about looking it up before coming on today, and I didn't. So I'm just gonna say it. Um, Holt Holt McElhaney. Holt McElhaney. Uh, Holt McElhaney. Holt McElhaney. Yeah. yeah, love him. Um, yes, of Mindhunter fame, looking fresh and yes, fly and say, sexy here. The guy from Mindhunter deserved better than the way he was treated he also deserved better than to be like catapulted into a plane and then blown up (laughs) yes with a billion dollars um i felt like he deserved he he deserved better uh columbus short deserved better i Mm -hmm. am losing the name of the guy who played cougar i think it's oscar something oscar Um, oscar janeta Janata. Yeah, they deserve better. Mm-hmm. The three of them. Um, mm-hmm. Cougar mm-hmm. was the only one of the losers that I gave a shit about. I mean, he was also the only one who displayed any kind of competence. On yeah, a, like, he was the only on one who was good at basis. anything. Yeah, like the rest of them got <laughs> lucky sometimes. But Cougar was just like yeah. supremely competent at being a sniper. Like just he was just a really good, <laughs> just really good at his fucking job. And he was just tasked with these like incompetent morons just bumbling around. Um, I did and like he can get and Jensen. girls on mopeds. Yeah, <laughs> the mopeds. Two of them. The yeah. <laughs> both girls on the mopeds even got one of them to give Jensen a ride. Um, yeah, and, but I did love for a that, kiss that he for and kisses only. At, <laughs> worked at the doll we don't know that it was for kisses only all right we just know that well, kisses were exchanged we don't know they could I have been deliberation head man hours i'd <laughs> i'd deliver I, a shithead man if i could get a kiss from cougar i would too i'm not saying i'm not saying the kisses were unwarranted i'm saying like i'm betting there was more going on there that's all i'm saying 
Anyway, at the doll factory where they worked, where they made the scariest dolls I've ever seen in my life. Which they didn't do anything Uh, with. You would think, like, these are, yeah, expert military Uh, dudes. You'd think they'd make a doll blow up. I don't know. I thought I, at first, when I, because the dolls were so horrifying, I thought (laughs) they were blow up dolls. Because in my opinion, in my experience, blow up dolls. In my Getting experience, blow-up dolls. <laughs> blow dolls are one of the most terrifying brand of dolls. There's like porcelain dolls, voodoo dolls. No, porcelain dolls, blow-up dolls, then voodoo dolls, then ventriloquist okay. figures. Because um, you don't call them. Is that an ascending or descending that. order? Descending. So porcelain okay. dolls are the scariest because they're always haunted by dead Victorian children. Blow-up dolls, number two. Then voodoo, then mannequin, or no, then ventriloquist blow up figures. Dolls are then mannequin. Yes, blow up dolls are haunted by semen and also filled with it, so they're horrifying and <laughs> sticky. Which you know how I feel about sticky. Um, <laughs> might be my favorite episode already. We're we're off to a fantastic start. <laughs> Took us twelve episodes to find our voice, but we're here now. Um, but back oh, to the woof. villain and his. <laughs> big whoop um his fucking like planet destroying doodad that he was buying and then uh-huh. selling it was like a big egg that vaporized a a, a piece it's of an implosion land, an machine. island okay yeah. is it you said that with so much confidence like oh i've seen one before <laughs> Like, no, it's just, just like anything that like sucks into it itself into nothingness. Yeah, it's an implosion machine. Yeah, it's like total destruction, no pollution, <laughs> and it's supposed to be for like the the ecologically minded terrorist, I suppose, um, who doesn't want a lot of like <laughs> modern fallout man. when they when they annihilate a nation. Yep, with a with a nukes are just messy. Click of a little button, which is my favorite favorite part was it's all controlled by a little handheld device and he's like Uh if I let this button go for 10 seconds the big final thing oh my god I was like I can't believe I'm still watching this fucking shit so so he does the whole like dead man's trigger thing because he's got the he's got the little device and there's a big showdown and he's like if I let go of this everything whatever some some place gets and yeah Jeffrey D. Morgan's unclear like, no, where. not happening. Unclear who. Yep. Where it was also how he was going to get <laughs> away when he was near the, like, what they didn't tell what the radius was. Anyway, it's fine. I'm yeah. looking for meaning where there was none. But my favorite part was he's They're like, trying to set Dead up Man's a second trigger. movie. <laughs> yes, desperately. <laughs> and uh, he was like, there's. You know, so you can't shoot me. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan's like, fuck, I can't and shoots him anyway. And then he goes and like throws the little trigger thing off of the crane into the sea. And it, and the point was, if he if he takes his thumb off of the trigger for 10 seconds, it will explode. And somehow. Yep. Jeffrey Dean Morgan falls faster than any human being. <laughs> ever propels himself forward and not only does he 
hit the water at the same time and and see the small, tiny little silver device that disappeared <laughs> into the Pacific fucking ocean. He gets it and puts his thumb back on it. And then my favorite part, knowing that if he takes his thumb off of it, a planet disso- like dissolves. They're like, hey, here's some duct tape. <laughs> and then just throws it to him. That's and he it. catches it yep. with his other hand and starts like undoing it. I'm like, hey, all of you have working hands right now. Maybe somebody else could undo the duct tape and like work yeah. together to like, maybe we could not be so fucking cavalier about this, chaps. Um, obviously things that I'm not supposed to be thinking if I was actually enjoying or paying attention to the film. Now, uh, was it the Pacific but, Ocean or was it the Atlantic Ocean? Because I don't remember their stupid title card for... I feel like it was in I Miami. I think they were in LA. <clears throat> no, no, no. They were in Miami okay. when Tight Pants betrayed them. See, I stopped. And then they I had stopped to... paying attention. <laughs> stopped got giving a, a shit. Complicated. It got a yep. little complicated. And you're right. Jeffrey Dean Morgan's chest hair was distracting. <laughs> there was a lot That's of it. That's one word for it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of it. I had a lot of questions. Um, but I love that uh, whole scene it's- because it's just inexplicable why they bang. Um, inexplicable how they would think they decide like, okay, let's leave this radio tower at separate times from separate exits and pretend like we weren't fucking. <laughs> and then everybody is like, clearly you were fucking. I love. Idris Elba as Jeffrey Dean Morgan's jealous ex-boyfriend so much because he's yes. sitting in the back of the car like a sulking child when they get in together and he's like, isn't this new and different? <laughs> <laughs> I know, Idris Elba. It's really, it's really hard when the man you're so clearly still in love with is just moving on without you. Um, they, I mean, what other... Okay, fine. Let's, let's not make everything gay. What other explanation is it that he's been keeping track of how many women Clay has let ruin his life? That's very What true. other explanation is there? That's there's some obsession, some kind of And it's there's no heterosexual explanation for this. We rarely find one in these films. We gay up a lot of things, but <laughs> I mean <laughs> I just think they had a lot of scenes where they were very close together, very face to face. Mm-hmm. They're clearly covering each other's beds. Foreheads touching. Mm-hmm. You know, touching hands, reaching out, touching me, mm-hmm. touching, touching you. Touching you, touching <clears throat> that's, you. That's Idris Elba and Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I can't blame either of them. If I were in touching distance, <laughs> I would also be reaching out, touching hands. But yeah. don't tell me that these are two very straight men who don't have a complicated romantic history together because otherwise yet another movie where throuples just solve so many problems solve all like the problems life, you know mm-hmm. just let's grow up guys let's grow up and just have a threesome and be done and yep. just you know <laughs> i just think a lot of people relationships all love triangles all love triangles ever would be solved by people just being mature about it and saying we're all gonna fuck actually enough with this (laughs) monogamy bullshit um unfortunately this film lacked 
any threesomes of any kind. It was also <laughs> PG-13, which is rare, again, I, for us. I hated how it was PG-13. <laughs> it was bad I choice. I feel like it suffered. I feel like it, it actually <laughs> did suffer because yeah. of its rating. I think it um, it really, really did. Let's talk about something else we suffered through, uh, which was Chris Evans. <laughs> With the worst. All right. So my first made up Oscar of the evening Mm, uh, goes to. (laughs) So uh, the award of the most slobbering on scenery rather than chewing it goes to Chris Evans. (laughs) He did slobber all over it. (laughs) I have no I have no hetero or otherwise oriented explanation for his behavior in this movie. I just it's one of those things. Okay, there there are two things that I I have a podcast about movies that I hate. There's plenty of things I hate about movies, but there's two things I really hate when they do in movies, which is or TV or whatever. One, when they put in gratuitous dialogue to make you like understand how much they want you to find the main character, the whatever female character it is really hot. Like they just keep going back and forth about like, they just pound you over the head with like, but she's so hot. I mean, look at how hot she is. And like, sometimes I agree. And sometimes I don't. And I don't like being told that. So that one bothers me. And then this, what they did here, which is why is a grown man who is by all American standards, goatee aside, by all worldwide standards, very attractive and kind of has a badass job. Why should we believe that he can't talk to women at all? Like, because when he opens his mouth, he's slobbered all over the place. But I'm like, you sound like a stupid 14 year old virgin. Like, have you never spoken to a woman before? And there's no explanation for it. It's not Mm -hmm. like he like just got hot or whatever it was just like (laughs) bumbling i'm like is the only sex you have pity sex because like or somebody's like if you stop talking i'll fuck you like i'll just if we just tape over the mouth i'll fuck you if you'll leave me alone because we've all i mean who among us haven't been there yeah but you know (laughs) i mean that one guy we know try to (laughs) if i were to try to rationalize this and this is again asking Mm any of you to do more thinking than is required for this movie. Um, If he is the tech expert, then that's like the 14 year old on a headset situation that I get from him. Yeah. And I just don't think he ever grew out of it. I was like, I've got my badass job. I opened the movie with a monologue. That's about my little dinosaur toys. Fucking. Yeah. So, I hated that so much. It made me so that opening scene. I was like, I know what I'm in for. This is going to be a bad movie. I, is this is this how it's going to be the whole time? Yes. Great conscious choice. Yes. Yes. This is the conscious choice that they made to open the film. Yeah. To open the film. And I don't know if. Well, wait, when did. OK, so this came out in 2010. He must have known that they must have known that he was playing Captain America next, because I'm pretty sure the next movie that he did was Captain America First Avenger. So the fact that that they start. Yeah, Yeah. that they start with this like 
intense Steve Rogers, Chris Evans voice doing his Captain America style monologue about like, don't ask me to do this. This country has done everything for me, blah, blah, blah. And they start with this like zoom in tight on a fucking star on the American flag and then pull out. I was like, are we doing this? Really? Pull out unlike his dinosaurs. (laughs) We don't know. Now who's the 14 year old in a headset? We don't know that they didn't pull out. We didn't get to see the finish, thankfully, because it was PG-13. No come. You're not allowed to come in a PG-13 movie. That's the rule. Um, back to, now that we're talking about come, back to the two pointless sex scenes between Zoe Zaldana and Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I didn't think they uh-huh. had a stitch of chemistry between them. Like, nope. I... Which is weird because they're both so beautiful. Yeah. And I was like, could we not have found people who (laughs) acted like they even wanted to be in the the screen test? Yeah. Did we do some screen screen testing beforehand? No. Nope. And it's not like any either of them were huge enough stars that they wouldn't have had a screen test. It wasn't like names alone get you right a job when it's 2010 and you're these actors like they they did they weren't big names yet so no say i think she was still kind of riding high on avatar from this point mm-hmm. and they needed a badass but, action chick capital b yeah. capital a capital c right <laughs> this is why they gave her the rocket launcher later on oh yes which was I supposed Look to read into that as a hat she is? Strap I, on was I metaphor? To, yeah, thank you. I was going to say, was I supposed to read a strap on <laughs> metaphor into that? Because I really did. Um, maybe. Anytime maybe I have that. the opportunity to read into a strap on metaphor, <laughs> obviously I'm going to. <laughs> but maybe that's just us. I don't know. Um, so basically, every time Chris Evans opens his mouth in this movie, I just want to hit him in the face. Yeah. He's so irritating. <laughs> He's so irritating. Nothing. And you know the awful one line. Go ahead. The awful part of all this is like if I if you had put because I was not attracted to him during this time period. Like I had went and Mm -mm. seen Fantastic Four. He didn't do anything for me. Nope. Even like when Avengers came out, he didn't do anything for me. It took a couple years. I was for it to. I was furious. Take root that he was going to be Steve Rogers. Yeah, I was mad because I loved Steve mm. Rogers more than I before I knew that Chris Evans was going to play him. I was fucking pissed because my brother called me and was like, that douchebag from Fantastic Four is going to be your your man, Captain America. And I was like, no. And, you know, I guess he did a good job. But if you'd taken like me at my at my apex of liking him and combined mm-hmm. that with my mindset in 2010, I would have been all uh-huh. about this movie. I would have been oh. like, oh, I would have yeah. thrown my whole pussy into pretending I enjoyed this movie. If if at, if peak Chris Evans love Mia and Emily had watched this movie, what what do we want to say? 2018? 2017? Yeah. Yeah. I think if this had been five or six years ago, this particular episode, I don't even think this movie would have would have made it. I think we would have been so hard into pretending that we like this movie. We would not have put it on our list 
Um, but here we are. The scales having slipped <laughs> no from illusions. our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and we can say uh, he was really so irritating in this. And I have seen in GIF form more than anything because I've only watched this movie twice. No, three times now. Um, which feels like twice too many. <laughs> Regrettably, three times. No more. Um, Thrice too many. But... <laughs> but... Uh, I have seen the elevator scene in mm-hmm. gift set form so many times that, that I was like, I feel like this I, movie. yeah, that's it's he's he's singing Don't Stop Believing. And mm-hmm. uh, also there's an implication that he is not wearing anything under his shorts. But then, yeah. He, like, did he, did he, did he roll up commando and then was like, oh, I'm about to face some people with guns. I should put my underwear on, which like, that's a smart move. I mean, you know, if you get into an accident, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what the deal was, but there's a line that he, which is horrible. One of his horrible lines. (laughs) Uh, where he the door the elevator doors open and he's standing there without pants on and his mm-hmm. question to the women who are standing there waiting to get on the elevator not expecting to be yeah. faced by a flashed. penis <laughs> not expecting a penis to be waiting for them in the in the <laughs> elevator um, he says the words are you liking the angle of the dangle? Which is one of the worst lines ever written. So bad. It this is why nobody sleeps with him. Lines. This, this, this is, is why. This is why nobody fucks Denson. The comms guy. Um, yep. The only the line just I folds liked, though, back up and just seals away. No. <laughs> My... My vagina was so dry while watching this movie. I was like, wow, not not a single. It was the Sahara <laughs> Desert. I was like, this is really not not even a second of this is doing it for me. Not a second of this is doing anything for me. Um, but my only the only line that I liked of his was when he was talking about when he was checking his his niece's soccer game or soccer team score or whatever. And he's like, oh, no, they're playing the Marigolds. Yeah. And Pooch was like, who the hell are the Marigolds? And he's like, just look at these. He's like, and then Pooch is like, those girls are eight years old. He's like, I know, inmates, right? And it's the best <laughs> description of like bruiser looking kids I've ever seen. I loved that. And it wasn't his delivery of it. It was just a good line. So he doesn't get yeah. any credit for me. Nope. Doesn't get any credit for me. Um, As he ought not to. B- <laughs> But it's so funny that people who love him pretend to like this movie because <laughs> I made a list of everybody who's more attractive than he is in this film. Um, it's a long list. It's, it's, it's. I mean, it is a long list. I stopped after one, two, three, six people because the rest were extras. Um, I was getting into yeah. extra territory. But he's the least attractive person on the team. By, yeah. I mean, when when like Oscar Janeda is standing right there, being 
competence with his wearing hat. a cowboy hat. Wearing <laughs> a cowboy hat. It's just looking like a god descending from Olympus. Literally saving the yes. day in every single scene. I'm like, how are we watching this, ladies? And choosing. He is Jensen. carrying so much dead weight. <laughs> Who and, and then you also have to think about what kind of person Cougar was. Because every time he had the opportunity to just say, whoops, my hand slipped and kill Jensen to stop him from talking. <laughs> he didn't do it. He was just like quiet and and kind, apparently. Um, he was, you know, speaking Spanish to calm all the little children who then, of course, met a fiery fate. Um, <laughs> fiery death. <laughs> yeah. Fiery, horrific, um, fiery death. Moments later, he was the best. So this this uh, segues me into uh, my next made-up Oscar. Oh. Which is yes. the worst attempt at Spanish in earnest by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, don't be too Adios. mean on him. I thought... <laughs> Adios. Adios. I'm sure that's how I sound when I speak Spanish because it's so bad. Um, But yeah, that was was pretty bad. Um, But God damn it. Chest hair size. As they say, no bueno. has to be one of... (laughs) Muy malo. Um, But... uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, chest hair forest aside, pelt on his chest aside <laughs> has to be one of the sexiest men who's ever walked the face of the earth. Like he's just so yeah. fucking gorgeous. I just, I was like, I would watch him do anything. There's another, uh, there's another movie on our list though, where that is sadly proven wrong. Um, because this movie and then the <laughs> other one, uh, I was like, I'll watch Jeffrey D. Morgan do anything. I'm like, Ooh, except this movie and that and everything he did in the other one. I won't watch him do that. Did you um, did you see P.S. I Love You with him? I didn't because I knew I would cry so hard I would like vomit yeah. up an organ. Because everybody he gets to do tried his worst Irish me, accent, which is great. Oh God! I mean, I don't know that he's a good actor. I just really like looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say he was good. I said I like him. Okay. <laughs> Why did they make him do an Irish accent? Why have they ever? Why would they ever make him do any accent? He's clearly so not with the accent. I don't know. I just think after enough indication that he doesn't have that in his wheelhouse, they'd be like, "Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna move it right back to America." Actually, Maine is just like Ireland, so we'll just we'll just put you over there. Vermont, yeah, you don't. You can be mid-Atlantic. He it's was fine. Allowed, yeah, that's good. Just Yeah. Hmm. He was allowed to do uh something of a southern accent, I think, in Walking Dead. But I think people well, liked okay. him in that because they were like, it's a power trip. Like, this his, is my power fantasy. His uh his gravelly sex voice could you could just he could just lean the words a little bit on each other and he can sound southern. Yeah. Um same yeah. thing he did with Supernatural when they let him be on the show for like four minutes. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. I thought that show would have really benefited. I don't know shit about Supernatural, so yeah, just about just about Jeffrey Dean Morgan. But they decided to make it about other people. Well, did you hear that? (coughs) uh, I saw something on my television the other day called the Winchester on your television. 
on the old about the winch boob tube out there. Yeah. <laughs> what did the idiot box have to tell you there, Mia? It looks like about the, Winchesters the Winchesters is a uh, prequel series mm-hmm. um, about. Okay, I don't know the names, so tell me if I'm wrong. I might be right. I don't know. Uh, John Winchester. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is and is it Mother Mary? It is Mother Mary. You got it. Good job. Woo, two for two. <laughs> two of the most common boring names in the history of anything. And they were like, yep, we'll give these to our <clears throat> and biblical to our leads. <laughs> of course. Um, yep. the, yeah, I uh, I haven't watched it. I have no intention of watching it because. I found everything I needed to know. I don't think it has Jeffrey when, Morgan. <laughs> I don't think it does either. Um, so I don't. That's mostly what I needed to know. Second thing I needed to know was somebody on Tumblr said, uh, "Guys, you need to be nicer to Jensen Ackles about the Winchesters." Okay, he's never written fan fiction before. He's just trying his best. <laughs> Everybody's first fanfic sucks, and his just happens to be the Winchesters. Is he in charge of it? He is. It's his idea. He's, yeah, it's his. Wow. Mm-hmm. He wanted, you know, wow. I guess he saw the writing on the wall, which is that he's never going to get out from under the shadow of Dean Winchester. So he might as well just ride that unto the sunset. And he's yeah, writing, producing, executive producing. He's doing something with the Winchesters, but it was his idea. Um, and apparently it's just his mommy and daddy fan fiction. So it's his Jilly. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure that's I'm sure that's amazing for him to watch that um, and not for <laughs> anybody else uh, from the sounds of it. Not from anybody else. Um, all right. So well, that's what fan uh, fiction is and should be evermore. Self gratuitous me fiction. Gratuitous me yes. service. Right. Exactly. I'm going to give me everything that I want. And that's why you write fanfic. <laughs> so that's why the Winchesters exist. Um, I don't know why. Jeffrey Dean Morgan isn't a part of it, other than he's too old to play the young version of <laughs> anything, I guess. <laughs> I'm sure that Winchester had a father. I'm sure there was a dad there somewhere. <laughs> Just going to keep playing older and older Winchester. <laughs> the dads. Back further and further. <laughs> he's just always going to be somebody's, some father Winchester. Um, no, actually, it's funny because, uh, well, no, I was going to say he... But that no, Mitch Pileggi plays Mary's father in Supernatural. Um, so speaking of hot old men, Mitch Pileggi can always get it. <laughs> starting, starting with his time on X Files, which by the way is how I found out that I'm a grown up because I rewatched the X Files and I was like, okay, but assistant director Skinner, is anyone going to talk about how much he can fucking get it these days? And everyone's like, yeah, no, you're supposed to be into Mulder. I'm like, Mulder looks like he's twelve. I'm not into it anymore. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> but Mitch Pileggi yum. oh my much like the film we were supposed to be talking about we have sort of lost the plot <laughs> um, plot right, I have plot. two <laughs> exactly I have two made up Oscars uh, before we get into best worst lines and then we can talk about how much this nightmare cost and what people thought of it <laughs> but my yep. two Oscars should have brought one up earlier, but the first one is most outlandishly evil villain. 
because mm-hmm. Max, with no last name, was so ridiculous. He wasn't even likable. Like, he wasn't even a fun villain. No. He was just so stupidly bad. He's like, I'm going to still plan bad, a killing. Racist. Yep. Racist as fuck. Um, just kind of all the things. Um, also, there was that kind of. I don't. I don't know what the vibe was. I don't know if he was supposed to be high or if he was supposed to be trying to seduce Holt McCallany. I don't know what, whose name I think was Wade, which is a terrible name. Um, When he was on the phone, when he was in (laughs) India and like he was smoking something. So maybe he was supposed to be high, but it just sounded like he was flirting with him. And then he did turn to that one girl and was like, stay wet. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to turn the TV off now. Yeah, I don't. You just wanted that. to get out of the pool, bro. Yeah, you missed it, and that's okay. My brain just dumb and <laughs> blocked that out. <laughs> you know, it just redacted it for you. It was trying to protect you. Um, and I'm sorry to bring yep. it up, but it did happen. He did look at a woman getting out of the pool and told her to get back in and stay wet. Um, which, as I mentioned before, I did not. So, um, <clears throat> sorry, dry as a bone. Um, second, Oscar goes to, uh, for best performance, goes to the bobbleheaded chihuahua that somehow survived yes. every major ve- vehicular accident that these people got into. Like, And his name was Mojito, his- I think. Was he? <laughs> I didn't catch that. I believe I that was his name. That at all. all right. Well, Mojito gets best performance, frankly, out, out of everybody. <laughs> I give him best actor um, because <laughs> he was true. He was consistent. I believed everything that he did and he stole every scene he was a part of. So it was really nice watching him. He sure perform. did. So, big applause for Mojito. Snaps for Mojito. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's talk best worst line. What do you got? I've got two. I've got two. Um, both got from Idris Oh, um, so exciting. So, <laughs> None of mine are from Aja Selva. So, okay. So the first is um, when Jensen's just being a fucking idiot trying to get a helicopter <laughs> to come so that they can steal it. And Aja Selva says, stop talking or I'll break your neck. Really? <laughs> Did you just like that just because you also wanted to break his neck? Really? <laughs> Yes, and the delivery was, I mean, I don't think he had to try that hard to act in that moment. I think just being in the vicinity of Chris Evans delivering these lines. I would not be surprised if this were ad-libbed. Oh, Lord. (laughs) And the second is when Jeffrey Dean Morgan is trying to convince him that uh, the Pinto is a great car to be driving. Uh-huh. And he says, this is a classic piece of shit. <laughs> I loved that whole exchange. And I was just shipping them so much during that whole scene. And when he was like, there's not even any. Fun- <laughs> he didn't say fucking because he can't in a PG-15 movie. Like, there's not even any seatbelts in here. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan said, you don't need seatbelts. It goes fast enough. The G-force holds you in. <laughs> Actually, you're allowed to fucks. In PG-13 movies. I don't know if it was two at this time, but you've always been allowed at least one fuck in a PG-13. Did they 
yes, you are allowed one fuck. But did they? Did they? They didn't even take advantage of it, did they? I know they did. I don't if think they, they did. did. I, I don't it. remember that. I feel like I would have. Yeah, I feel like I would have remembered. <sighs> you know, how many gratuitous shots of Zoe Saldana's ass did we go through, and not a single fuck? Really? Come on. She deserved to say that. fuck. She deserved to say fuck. She was objectified from day one. All she was was just yes. this like sexy lamp piece of meat. And yep. um, yeah, she deserved better than that. So I have three. Now, two of mine come from the same scene and the same character. And it is Excellent. Max, our villain. Um, but so the first one is... It's like giving a handgun to a six-year-old. You don't know how it's going to end, but you're pretty sure it'll make the papers. Horrible. Wow, Max. Cartoonishly. Wow. Wow, Max. Yeah. Cartoonishly villainous um, and and uh, pretty creative. Uh, I'm going to jump down to our boy Jensen, though, who had my next not to be trusted or next line, which I just gave it away, was cats. <laughs> Not to be trusted. If we're playing a drinking game, our second cat-related Chris Evans line that we have not liked. Yeah. If you recall. From the gay man. From the gay man, yeah. When when he said, who likes cats? I know. Billy Bob Thornton, I believe, responded. I like cats. (laughs) I like cats. Billy Bob Thornton, the most toothless fucking CIA director ever. Um, Treasure. Okay. And then and then my favorite line, uh, my favorite line of the entire movie was also by Max. Same scene. What do you believe in? I'm guessing shotguns and big titties. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. It's now so that horrible. I think about it. It's horrible. Um, and, it, and it reminds me of in, something that I had to tell you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now I like it even more. I intended. <laughs> I had intended what? to tell Do you this before tell we me? even started, but oh, I went on a day trip the other day. <laughs> I went Where on a day trip going? the other day. We went to San Luis Obispo just for the day, just to check it out, uh-huh. walking through downtown. And uh-huh. um, you may not know this, but I do not have perfect eyesight. And I used to be really, really blind. Um, uh-huh. I had some surgery done to hopefully make that better. But of course, that doesn't last forever. So I'm looking across the street and there's a tiki bar. And what I perceive <laughs> to be the name of the tiki bar is creaky tits? What? It's well. supposed to be called the creaky tiki, but the font made it look like creaky tits. <laughs> so I so start. my mother and I just talked about creaky tits the whole day. I was gonna say I really want to open a. Uh, a titty bar at a senior center and call it creepy tits. <laughs> Can I go check out the old business bureau website and see if that name's been registered? Because that's my new retirement plan. <laughs> Proprietor of the creaky tits bar at the, you know, 
Golden Living Senior Center. Yeah. Tending bar for the creaky tits. Ken, tending bar here at the old creaky tits. Just... Oh, God. Yep. I believe I wasn't in creaky sure if you were going <laughs> to. You know, our country is pretty divided right now. I feel like the one thing we can all agree on is that is the creaky tits. You know, it's where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. That's my new. <laughs> back to the semen. My new. Back to the semen. <laughs> always back to the semen. Every all roads lead Every... back to semen. <laughs> all roads lead to semen with you, Mia. Every fucking time. Um. <clears throat> all right. Uh. <laughs> so that's. I mean, and I did like the way that that Holt responded to this. Uh, this question. Of what do you believe in? I'm guessing shotguns and big titty titties. And he said, mm. I also like air shows and beer. I was like, Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You're, you're every guy who lives in the 15 miles around my house. I'm that's leaning into great. the stereotypes. Wonderful. Yeah. I'm leaning hard. Um, but it was just, it was a nice little, I thought it was a nice little exchange. They were getting to know each other. Cute. Um, yeah. All right. So, tomatoes or money first? Which one was I supposed to do? <laughs> you were supposed to do money. You never remember this. Perfect. You never remember this. I know. <laughs> I know. But I, I checked. I checked the. I checked. I have it because I didn't uh-huh. cheat. I didn't look at. I didn't look at your. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. We're good. All right. I got it. All right. <laughs> All right. So money. All right. Let's do money first. How much. How much okay, do you think this shit show cost? Oh god, there were so many CGI explosions, um, and big green screen locations. Uh, or maybe I don't think this. Uh, let's think here. Okay, <laughs> all these actors, but Idris Elba probably cost the most because he was the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, hundred and sixteen million. Who you are overshooting, my friend. Really? By how much? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know math. Like, <laughs> almost a, 100 million. A, what? What did they get? The, what did they make day rate for these actors? What did they pay them? What the fuck? It's okay, estimated. So it was a, the budget was estimated $25 million. Bullshit. Bullshit! They blew up. They blew up planes, multiple planes. It was like if they dro- weren't real planes to begin with. <laughs> it was like Tropic Thunder for Christ's sake! They blew up so much shit. The magic oh. of uh, Avatar CGI. I, you I know guess. what? Good, I guess. Good that they didn't spend. <laughs> more they didn't want to pollute <laughs> by blowing up there actual was, planes. Yeah, there was. You know what? It would have been counterintuitive to the film's core message, which is you can annihilate a nation. <laughs> if you're going you to kill people. Fucking litter. Yeah. Don't be a litter bug. Um, yeah. God damn. Wow. $25 million. I wonder how much everybody got paid. I don't want to look it up. I don't want to know. But I'm really curious as to how much everybody got paid. I would have felt like, you know, Jeffrey Dean Morgan too. just believed in it so much. <laughs> 
they just all believed in it so much. Like, like Tom Hanks and Halle Berry with Cloud Atlas. They're like, you know what? Take our money. Make this movie. It's that important. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Well, we see what $25 million gets you these days. The losers. What do you think, Miss Mia, what do you think the audience and the critics thought of this gem? I am going to say a 43%. Closest I think we've been without going over. You, we are sitting at a cool 48. Almost half the people who saw it thought it didn't suck. Um, 56% on the audience rating, but we know they can't be trusted. So it's still not, it's still not considered fresh. It's gotta be 60, I think before it's certified fresh. Um, I know nothing about so, Rotten Tomatoes. I know nothing about a lot of things, clearly. <laughs> you know plenty about I know about nothing about my shit. own fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what I do this time? Did I do the right thing? Is, did I do the right thing? I still don't ever know who does the intro, so I have to ask you every time. Even though you put it in the notes for me. You, like, let me know. Like, hey, this is this is who does this. Which Clearly, time. I have not highlighted enough. I will. I'm at the highlighting sheet just now. So, um, I hope while you're there, you pick us out a, a stellar film to follow this up with for next time. But um, <laughs> yeah, so 48 percent of critics were like, 56 percent of people were also, you know, meh. Um, but I have a couple right. reviews. Do we want now? I I I have. Kind of good, bad, and indifferent. Um, let's start with good. You know what? What would you be most excited? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the good news first was Kevin Carr from Seven M Pictures says called it an enjoyable romp through gasoline and gunpowder. That was all he said. So, okay. Um, <laughs> then you know I'll do the I'll do the the meaner one I guess first uh, which I thought was funny <laughs> Stuart McGurk from N- NME Great which name. I don't know what that is and I didn't look it up um, Stuart McGurk said not necessarily awful by any means but the ending suggests a sequel and the rest of the film suggests otherwise <laughs> like, fair fair and then um, I'd say probably how uh, closest aligns to my my own personal feelings is Amy Simon from Three Imagin- Three Imaginary Girls said, sometimes when I say something is fucking ridiculous, I mean it in a good way. And sometimes I mean it in a bad way. But in the case <laughs> of the losers, well, it's kind of a mixed bag. <laughs> you know, simple to the That's point fair. and pretty much how I feel about yeah. it as well. <clears throat> yeah. Um, did you find any, did you find any trivia that we would find interesting? I, I can't imagine. I could not be any. bothered. <laughs> I could not be bothered <laughs> like to give a shit about this look. movie enough. <laughs> no. I mean, I had I to add so... my own trivia in of like, something you didn't know about me is that I didn't care about Chris Evans when I watched this movie. <laughs> I put all of my energy this time around into my recommendations because okay, all right, fair, yeah. I let's, let's wanted do to them. think about let's watching anything else <laughs> than this. 
Um, Let's do it. So if you are looking for a comic book adaptation that leans into stylized violence, R rated R and actually make the stylized violence stylish and like fit the theme of comic books. I recommend the kick-ass movies and Sin City. Okay. Fair. Yep. Kick-ass was great. I wish yeah. more people would talk about how great Kick-Ass was. Um yeah. I didn't Sin even City have any is recommendations. Not <laughs> necessarily um I don't know if it's necessarily a good movie, but it's definitely entertaining to an extent that I yeah. did not at all find this movie. So it's it's fun and it's fun to look at. Whereas yeah. this was just like this is really bright and the plot hilly. actually makes sense <laughs> in Sin mm-hmm. City. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. yep. And yep. I don't care enough in Sin City to try to find plot holes because it's so fun to watch. Whereas with this, it's like I have to care to some extent, but the plot there. holes make me not care. <laughs> not give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> Whatsoever. <laughs> So, um, uh, I've got a couple more if that's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so they're entirely arbitrary. Um, so for good movies that have yellow tinted scenes in cemeteries, I recommend Sin Nombre. Yellow tinted scenes in graveyards. Yep. All right. All right. Keep going. Yep, so that was a good movie. Very, very depressing. Uh Very good, but very depressing. Um, And then for a movie that absolutely doesn't take itself seriously, where like in this one, the good guys just kind of wing it at the end and just kind of show up and figure out what they're doing. I recommend Super Troopers. (laughs) Perfect. Super Troopers is great. It's a great movie. I wish more people, again, would take it as what it is, which is amazing. People are too hard on it. Um, an American classic, and it provided, and it provided us with some great memes. So yeah, yeah, great reaction memes. Um, the incompetence of right. cops. It's all there. Um, all right, question. And now we just started doing this. This is our new question that we end with. Uh, now my answer is absolutely re- not. <laughs> I was gonna say my, I watched this for Jeffrey Dean Morgan. You watch this because of me. Do you forgive the people who are in this movie? Do you, do you forgive them for this film? Also, do you forgive me? Every I, <laughs> I forgive Idris Elba. I forgive okay. Holt McCallany. Okay, I yeah. forgive. Um, how do you say his name? Oscar Janeda. I and I don't forgive know if that's how you Oscar say it. Janeta. That's how I say his name. And and I forgive Columbus Short. Everybody else in this, I I forgive Zoe Saldana because I know this is probably not what she wants to do, but she did it. So he did it. And I forgive you because I love um, you because. Okay. <laughs> that's important. I swear, one of these times though. The answer is going to be no, and then that's going to be our last episode. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't forgive you for this. Fuck you. And this like, concludes the podcast. <laughs> this concludes the Fangirl Film Club. We will have no more episodes. Um, you know, it's funny because I, you know, I was going to say I almost, I almost forgave him. I almost forgave Chris Evans for this movie, but you know, he didn't, he didn't have to say yes to this one. 
he had uh, <laughs> he clearly had Captain America on the radar on the horizon. Um, and he yep. had he had uh, Fantastic Four money sitting in his bank. So, yep. I don't think he needed this. And we certainly didn't need it. And I don't forgive Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I don't. If your performance as as makes I me want to spit on your character and it's in earnest. Also, something fun about Chris Evans in this movie is that his mommy, who he's way too attached to, by the way, um, his ooh. mommy has said in mul- ooh, yeah, in multiple interviews, there's a, a lot of red flags with this man. When we step back and really examine him as a human being, there's a lot of red flags. Um, but his mommy has said in multiple interviews that she likes this movie because his character is the closest to how he is in real life. No. Oh. <laughs> so, so if you if you needed help getting over him, if his child bride girlfriend wasn't enough. And all the other bullshit he stayed quiet on wasn't enough in the last couple years that he's just, you know, continued to give himself carpal tunnel jerking off Marvel and Disney and everything else. If all that wasn't enough, the, the embodiment of shut the fuck up, dude, is apparently, according to his own mother, what he's like in real life. His she own meant mother it as a believes in the angle of the dangle. His own mother watched her son say that and said, gosh, it's just like watching my own kid without acting. My Chrissy. My baby. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lisa Evans, you don't deserve this, but you did raise a mama's boy. And it's a red flag. Um, I'm sorry, people who are nice to their mom. People who get along with their parents aren't a red flag. I'm just jealous. Um, But still. But if you can say with pride (laughs) that your son resembles a character who asks about (laughs) angle and dangles. And makes dinosaur toys. Why did he have those? Why did he have those dinosaur toys at the beginning? (laughs) Clearly he likes playing with toys. Did nope. they make? Did he make them? They didn't look like real toys. They looked like he like made them out of like comms equipment. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. This is this is an audio only podcast, so you guys missed the face that we had just got me, and it was the best face I've ever seen in my life. Oh, it was so good. Uh, um. So anyway, I don't think I could do that again I would if I tried. You're so perfect. It was so good. Um, on that note, now that we've uh, we've thoroughly pissed off the Chris Evans stands that exist, oh, wow. uh, well, what are you before. doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? Why are you here? You knew he was in this movie. You knew we were going to hate. You know, on it. all That's we do is dunk on people. <laughs> we just we're here to hate. We drink the haterade and then we record these episodes. It's the fun hate podcast. Um, nobody gets hurt. Nobody. These people were paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more, to do these movies. We get paid yeah. nothing. We're allowed the consequence to hate. of it's my fun. hater aid, yeah, is very little. Very little. They don't care. You shouldn't care either. I barely care. I just do this because I just wanted a, wanted an excuse to hate with my bestie for a couple hours every month. <laughs> That's all. 
you know? You just want to sit back and just be a little time to shit on people. Shit just on the hot people who have more money than we will ever dream hot, of. On hot rich people. <laughs> Get to live the fucking dream while we're slagging it out here in the in the heat of battle of capitalism, trying to survive. Right. So don't come at us on our whenever we get that Patreon up. Don't (laughs) pay me. Don't come. Don't be. Don't be shitty. Just pay us. And uh, and yeah, we'll we'll call it squaresies. Squaresies. Um. So yeah, that was the losers. You have my sincerest apologies. Um. But no forgiveness (laughs) for the people involved. None. Okay. <laughs> except the okay. other hotter, the except the other hotter members of the squad, who they didn't know what they were getting into. I forgive them. So Columbus Short, yes. Oscar Janeda, Holt McGallany, Eater Selva. Sure, they get they get they get a free pass. Everybody else, you are not the losers yeah. in our eyes. Yeah. You were the winners, boys. Especially especially you, Cougar. Especially you. Yep. All right. What? (laughs) (laughs) Multiple cat noises over here. I'm purring. Mia's puking. (laughs) Oh, so much about this movie makes me want to puke. Okay. How much fun do you want to have next time? Oh. I mean, I always have fun. Well, like in watching the actual movie itself. Okay. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> you know what? It's it's turning warmer. It's getting nicer. I, I'm in a good mood. Let's let's have some fun. Let's let's go more fun than less. Okay. Would you rather have um, sci-fi horror fun or rom-com mm-hmm. fun? been a wait has it i feel like it's been a minute since we've did a we've done a rom-com it has been you know what it's been last rom-com we did was just my luck and frankly i still need to watch the taste of that (laughs) out of my mouth so let's do a rom-com okay fuck it okay so all right then i am going to do something slightly unprecedented here because i (gasps) don't in my heart of hearts believe this is a bad movie um, I believe it's an underrated movie. We're watching so Cheers the next, next time around. Girl, yes. Yes, we are watching She's the Man next time around. We will have so much fun with it, too. This is a good movie. Yes, it is. I don't care what anybody says. This, this is a good movie. I don't care what anybody says. A sophisticated film. <laughs> it is Shakespearean yes. in right. nature. It is. It's it's a it's one of the it's one of the turn of the century Shakespearean rom coms that we have talked about offline before. Yeah, it's with a dazzling cast. Ten things I hate about yeah yeah Amanda Bynes. Hi, right? Yeah, it's the same one, right? Yeah, yeah Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's the man. Oh, I'm excited. I haven't seen that since I was twelve. <laughs> I'm gonna be watching <laughs> this on repeat. This is going to be one of the ones that I spend more than... This is going to be one of the ones that I care about. This is one that I like. This is a good movie. <laughs> All right. We're going to have a great time. We're going to have a great time. We have nothing to hate on. It's just going to be pure gush. You guys are going to be like, who the fuck am I even listening to? <laughs> because we're going to be so positive about She's the Man. So, 
Yes. All right. I got to open up my notes again because I got to find my outro. All right. Can't believe I almost forgot. I think my outro might just be. (laughs) All right. Well, in the meantime, uh, so yeah, so watch She's the Man for next time. So you can you can love along with us. Usually it's you can hate along with us, but we're going to love it. You're going to love it, too. And if you don't, just. You don't love it. You have You're no wrong, taste. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> You're tacky and I hate you. Um, the quote. The, Billy, one we're, of the we're finished. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> We've already told me off. <laughs> Look at yeah. that bow tie. Oh, are we talking about my bow tie? You see me after class. <laughs> <laughs> you see me after class. All right. Someday we'll talk about School of Rock. I don't know how we would, though, because that's one of the best movies that's ever, ever, ever been made. Well, we're watching Um, She's the Man for next week, so. It's true. You know, we can just make our own rules. We're not against watching good movies. We're not. Not in any way are we against watching good movies. So you never know. Maybe we'll put. Maybe we'll do like two versions of Patreon. We'll do like the really awful movies that we talked about before. And then also like every so often we'll just throw the Jack Black category. (laughs) Yes. I'll just watch if you Jack give us Black ten dollars, you give us ten dollars a month. We'll just review Jack Black movies for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tier, the Jack Black tier. Jables. Um. So, all right. Well, anyway, we have been the Fangirl Film Club, and until next week, remember it's or next time, not next week. Until next time, remember. It's like giving a handgun to a six-year-old. You know, you don't know how it's going to end, but you're pretty sure it's going to make the papers. Bye.